and in the immortal words of Vin Scully, in a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast 2023 World Series Preview. I'm your host, Austin Gerke, and baseball fans, I'm back. I told you I'd get this done. Um, the preview is going to be really simple, really short. Just going to tell you who I'm picking and why. Now, that might be a little inverse. Sometimes I'll just... It's purely statistical. You know, as far as why, in some cases. Then I'll break down the X-Factors and who will be MVP. Sometimes the MVP will be the X-Factor. You'll find out in a second once I kick off the show, but... That's how this preview show is going to work. So I'll give you the pick, how long, pitching matchup for game one, and if you are new to the show, my theory for who to pick in a series really does rest on who wins game one. Now statistically, especially in a game seven, whoever wins game one, it's not very high percentage as far as winning the series, I think it's like in the mid-60s or something like that. So, be careful. I was right about the NLCS, though. I know I didn't ride the D-back train for the rest of that series after Game 2. Or actually, after Game 3, because remember, I pulled the reverse psychology card, and what do you know... Could tell Marte wins the game in Game 3. Craig Kimball bro- blows it in Game 4. Um, Philly wins in Game 5. And then somehow, someway, Arizona wins two games in Philly in a place where the home team had not lost since the World Series, really. So... As far as the postseason record goes. So who am I going to take? The reason I waited so long for this isn't just because I'm a lazy SLB, but because it really did come down to it. I have looked. You can look at the MLB.com stuff. I looked at the ESPN stats too because they are the same. Either way. Every offensive category, Texas leads. Take a look. RBIs, unscored, home runs. Philly leads that category, yet they're eliminated. But Texas is the better of the two when it comes to runs. RBIs, runs scored. Every offensive category you can think of batting average. Texas has that. The only one that's not, and it's more of an offensive category. It's pretty even between the two, and I believe it's going to be the X Factor. Stolen bases. Texas is at 16, and Arizona is at 16, believe it or not. When you look at the pitching category, Arizona has the lead among the two in the pitching categories. ERAs, the only one that the ERA uh, wins is even, because it's at 9 for both teams. But ERA, um, I think batting average against, 
but oh and saves technically they have more saves than texas and more strikeouts so arizona as far as pitching actually has the edge Except for quality starts, which I always think is a BS stat. Texas has six. Arizona has two. I think a lot of those were just Nathan Avaldi and Jordan Montgomery together. So, a lot of those two did. So, if you look at it, and I said this on Wednesday and I'll say it again. Initially, I didn't think Arizona had a shot in this series. But believe it or not, they do. I said they've led every pitching category so far, and they have. And they have their own three-headed monster, especially the way Brandon Fott has pitched. In fact, in that LCS, Brandon Fott was the reason Arizona got back in the series, and they won Game 7, believe it or not. Now, yes, you can factor in that Corbin Carroll had three hits, which was... The most by a rookie since Dustin Pedroia in 2007. However, and I'll get to Corbin Carroll in a second because when I get to the X-Factors, he is one. Believe it or not, I, I will get there. I'm just on a, I'm kind of stuck in the stream of trying to explain this little thing of, well, this series is improbable. Well, it is. It's not the Dodgers... It's not the Yankees, it's not the Cardinals, it's not the Red Sox, it's not the Padres, it's not the Mets, it's not any of our preseason favorites. No one saw this coming. And neither did I. And again, did I think Arizona has a chance initially? No. But if you look at the Game 1 matchup heading into tomorrow, because remember it's still tomorrow here out west, uh, for my friends on the East Coast, it's 2 in the morning, so this will be out by 3. So Technically, it's Friday morning for all my friends on the East Coast and the Central Time Zones. <clears throat> but as we look into the Game 1 starter, I believe that got revealed today. See, I'm, I'm on the ESPN app again, so that's why it's a little slow. See who the pitching matchup is. Okay, so it is Zach Gallon against Nathan Navaldi. Technically, a very great pitching matchup for both. Navaldi, Navaldi, Nathan Evaldi is 4-0 as a starter this postseason with a 2.42 ERA. Zach Gallon's 2-2, 2-2 two, two, two with a 5.24 ERA. Keep in mind, though. It was against two of his starts were against the Phillies who beat him around. Remember game one, it was 5-3 and he got chased out and he lost game five and the Phillies won that one. I believe it was 5-2 to two as well in both cases. So that's why when it comes to the RAA thing, normally... I would tell you to go with Nathan Avaldi, and in all honesty, I would not be surprised if Nathan Avaldi pitches brilliantly. He gives you six. Zach Gallen gives you four. So for game one, for those that 
are new to the show, here is my theory. Whoever wins game one wins the series. So believe it or not, I'm crisscrossing two of my theories here, and it's going to make absolutely no sense for some of you. But for a lot of you, it should. I'm going to go with the D-backs. Not because of the West Coast. Yeah, we need all that prime. No, 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 no. After what I saw in Game 7, and I'm going to jump to the X-Factor here in a sec. I'm going to jump into the X-Factor thing. Corbin Carroll is my X-Factor. You, you know, and all you baseball lifers that are saying... That believe the mainstream media that's telling you Corbin Carroll will be the NL Rookie of the Year. Okay, fine. He still is to me because look at Game 7. Going into that, Corbin Carroll was 0 for 10 against left-handed pitchers. And he finally got a hit off a left-handed pitcher. And he was able to steal some bases. Got two stolen bases. In fact, that second stolen base is what got it to 4-2. to two. Yes, Cattell Marte won game three. And he probably, probably, especially if he keeps that hit streak alive, he will probably be your MVP. In fact, I'll make that clear as far as the D-backs. That's your MVP. Cattell Marte will be just like Jeremy Pena a year ago. He will win the LCS MVP and the World Series MVP. But your major X-Factor, and you saw it in Game 7, once Corbin Carroll got going, Arizona's offense finally clicked. It finally did. Once Cattell Marte, get, or not Cattell, once Corbin Carroll got three hits, which again, is the first time a rookie had done it since Dustin Pedroia did it in 2007, Arizona's offense clicked, and that's what it's going to have to be. But, for all you baseball people that honestly believe it, then I'll go with the second choice. For Arizona's case, Gabby Moreno. I have a soft spot for catchers. In fact, I'll get to Texas's X-Factor here in a second. <clears throat> but if Gabby Moreno is able to pull off what he did, control the run game. By the way, he... Did a better job at controlling the run game in the NLCS than even an all-star catcher like JT Riamuto. It, I, I'm kind of having a soft spot for Gabby Moreno. I believe the 23-year-olds of Corbin Carroll, Gabby Moreno, and Alec Thomas will have to carry this team along with Cattell Marte in order for Arizona to have a shot. So with game one... I'm going I'm going 4 to 2 D-backs over the over the Rangers in an upset. Oh, and one more reason I'm taking Arizona in the series. By the way, I have this going 7, so we're going to have baseball in early November, which will be amazing. But it's going to go 7 games and it honestly will come down to the bullpen. Paul Seawalt is a more established closer. And after what Kevin Ginkle did to that lineup in Game 7. I know this is a bunch of recency bias. But I've always held it out. And it proved it in the LDS when my World Series pick, the Atlanta Braves, 
basically couldn't score runs against Philly. And the one time they did, they won game two. And it took a miracle double play to end the game. So it always goes back to my theory. I should have always stuck with my gut. This time I'm sticking with my gut. Good pitching will always be good hitting. And right now, Arizona has the pitching to slow down the offense of Corey Seager, Adolis Garcia, Jonah Heim, Mitch Garver, and any other Texas Ranger player you want to use. It is that simple. Now, as far as Texas, if they have a shot, because trust me, they have a three-headed monster in the starting role too. They have Scherzer. They have Jordan Montgomery, who I believe the Yankees kind of screwed out of just for Harrison Bader, but that's a whole other story. But you got Jordan Montgomery, Nathan Evaldi, and then you got Max Scherzer waiting in the wings. That's your three-headed monster. And then maybe a fourth guy if you want to believe in Andrew Heaney. Good luck with that. But the starters, I know Texas has the quality start stat, but I always find that a little fluky. And I wouldn't be surprised if Texas wins game one. But, again, goes down to bullpens. I'll go with Paul Seawald over LeClerc. So, I'm taking Arizona in seven, starting with the game one win. I do believe Zach Gallen will bounce back, and the D-backs will win game one. Now, however the rest of this series will go, depends on how the other games will go. Oh, and Texas's X-Factor, sticking with my catcher's theme, Watch out for Jonah Heim to have a huge series for the Rangers. And I wouldn't be surprised if he has a better batting average than even a former World Series MVP in Corey Seager. But just keep your fingers crossed. All right, so to wrap this up, I'm taking Arizona in seven. Mostly because I believe not only do they have the even starting pitching to match, but they do have a better bullpen. From what I have seen so far these last this last two weeks or so, I'm going with Arizona over Texas in seven games. Starting with a 4-2 game one win on Friday. Or starting tonight. Depends on where you are in this country or around the world. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast 2023 World Series Special. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys later today for the normal show. Don't forget, you can listen to every episode of this show. Just search Podbean. Go to Spotify, Google, Apple if you know the trick, Treaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud, or anywhere else you get this podcast. Go to Rumble.com if you want to watch this video, watch the video portions of this show, or download the Rumble app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores. Once you do that, of course, search for the username ADGerke, that's A-D-G-S and girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E, on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show, which will be 591 at this point. 591 
for this World Series special. Remember, like, comment, share so we can sneak up the algorithms, which, surprisingly, by Rumble standards, we have. Like, comment, share so we can sneak up the algorithms. Algorithms. Um, speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on Facebook. Just search for the Austin's on Podcast page. Search for the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. Or, 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 for post-episode interaction, you can follow me on X at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. And if you want off-show content, just follow me on Instagram at Austin Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. Again, baseball fans, enjoy the Fall Classic. It is finally here. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's on a Podcast 2023 World Series Special. I am your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys later.